and welcome to episode 27 of the Roughed Up Podcast. You're hearing the dulcet tones of Wes Yee, Michael Roy, Tim Rodriguez, and Matt Armstrong. What's up, boys? Hey, how we doing today? Yo, what's up? It's time for NFL Week 13 Picks. We have been on quite the run this year. I uh, stumbled a bit myself last week, but uh, before we get started, Roy, do you have a recap of last week's picks? Oh, I do. Uh, for our best bets... Um, let's see. So Tim did not join us last week. So it was Wes, Army, and I. We had Wes with the New York Jets getting ten points on the bottom. Didn't matter. Uh, home against the Pats. They had a chance to cover at the very last. You know, fourth and goal, third and goal. They couldn't punch it in. Pats defense held. Jets did not cover. Army had the Steelers laying three on the road. Yuck. Rough spot in Denver. Um, yeah, they had so many chances to put up points in that game. Army, did you watch that game at all? Like, see the fumble yeah, to the zone? They had, like, 500 yards of offense. Yeah. Just crazy. Um, but, unfortunately, they did not cover. And I was back on the Buffalo Bills for the third time this season. And um, getting three. And they took care of Jacksonville. Uh, it was handily or until the third quarter when uh, it became a UFC fight match. <laughs> 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 uh, and actually, it was kind of close, but uh, no, uh, Buffalo hung, hung on and won. And my run is now four in a row for best bets. Oh, oh, you and the Buffalo Bills riding high on the arm and the legs of Josh Allen. <laughs> That's how it should have been all year. We've been coasting. Each title would have been there. Josh, don't call him Dan Marino Allen. <laughs> All right. Well, our next segment, uh, Tim. It's Tim's tantrums. Tim, how about the Niners this past week? Your boy uh, Mullins seems to have stumbled in the road. <laughs> yeah, I would say just a bit. Uh, I think the wheels finally fell off completely. <laughs> uh, he couldn't find open receivers. Um, only one receiver had a catch um, in the first half, and that was Dante Pettis, who ended up taking it for a score. Um, he managed to hit a couple wide receivers later on in the game, but it was too little, too late. Um, I mean, the, the Niners didn't even show up in that game. I think a lot of it had to do with leadership. Um, when one of your main leaders gets hauled off to jail <laughs> the night before, might throw you guys off a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Tim, but but to be fair to the Niners, who could have foreseen this man having problems with domestic violence? Uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't imagine. Considering um, he was accused last year, <laughs> um, I can't imagine that it's happened twice within six months. That's so unlucky. Unlucky. How is there not like a paid like ball boy to just like sit in like, a chair outside of <laughs> hotel room? Like, nope, no one comes in here. <laughs> uh, the entire situation was crazy. I don't know with this guy's past how you can- cannot have somebody chaperoning this man twenty four seven. Like she, he invited this woman to his room, which accused him of sexual of uh, domestic violence six months earlier. He invited her from from Alabama to Florida to go to his room. <laughs> that's 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 quite a power move, by the way. <laughs> Come across the country, <laughs> like oh got a game. God. I got a game tomorrow. <laughs> Tell him come visit him, and then once he gets there, they get in a huge fight. And this is where the accusations happen, and then he got hauled off to jail at 2 o'clock in the morning. Seems like a quality human being. Is he ready to oh. suit up in the morning? 
That's yeah. all that matters to the Redskins. He's ready uh, to go. Yeah, yeah. And then, was it not even 24 hours later, the Redskins already are jumping on? It's craziness. Yeah, they're they're uh, you know I, I hear they're interested in uh, you know obviously with with uh, Smith down they're going to be in the in the market for a, a new quarterback so uh, you know Paul Paul Manafort uh, available I think he, he could be a, under consideration there. Yeah, Ray Rice, bring the whole team in. Yeah, Ray yeah, Rice, a little tame. <laughs> yeah, he only beat up his girlfriend once. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, didn't get. Didn't get the multiple accusations that Foster has locked in already. This guy's really—he's—he's he's on a you know record-setting pace or two two and only one season so far. Could be uh, something to keep an eye on now that he's on a team as as sensitive as the Redskins. <laughs> All right, Tim. What about the Bills? You can't be too angry about what happened uh, over there. It, it was—it was a glorious day on Sunday. <laughs> a glorious day. It was this one going down in the books? Uh, yes. Uh, oh yes. Josh Allen's finally returned. From his sabbatical, and uh, he decided to actually play some football, and I like it. It's, it's one of those things where we knew that the Bills were still a decent team; they have a good defense, but they just didn't have an af- offense for the last for the last four weeks, basically. Um, and man, when you have Nathan Peterman leading the charge for you, chances of you winning ball games not very likely. Is it concerning that he only completed eight passes? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. I mean, that was the um, the book on him coming out of college is that he was the most inaccurate passer of anybody of the last ten years, probably. Um, in terms of in oh, yeah, terms easily. of um, even short to intermediate passes, uh, I think one season he had below sixty percent in college, which is almost unheard of for a guy that's drafted in. Yeah, uh, he's playing in, in Wyoming, so it's not like yeah. tons of uh, NFL talent. Against them either. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a ton of talent that he's playing against. Also, uh, I mean, he didn't have a ton of talent around him. That didn't help either. But he, I mean, the thing is, he's just an incredible athlete. The guy's 6'5", 240, runs a 4'5". Like, he's got cam-type type stats. So he's going to be able to move the ball with his legs. But, you know, we only know that lasts for so long. Josh Allen had, uh, of his eight completions, one of them went for 75 yards, which means that the other seven went for, what is that, 85 yards. Yeah. 85 Uh, yards passing outside of that one pass in in a game. That was pretty. Not great. Not great. He he probably has the strongest arm since probably either Elway. I mean, you can even throw Demarcus Demarcus Russell. Demarcus Russell had a very strong arm. What about Demarcus Cousins? Demarcus Cousins. (laughs) Marcus and Demarcus. <laughs> uh, oh, come on! There's got to be guys with just, you know equally strong arms in the uh, league today. Yeah, yeah, Cutler. I mean, those guys are done though. I'm thinking about like players that are active today. You don't think uh, Mahomes has the cannon that, uh, that uh, you know some of these guys? Josh, have? Josh Allen threw the ball 70, 70 yards on the fly. Uh, you know, Mahomes has more touchdowns in in his season than than Allen will have in his whole life. No, I. I... I mean, arm strength has never proven to be an incredibly important thing in, in the NFL. As long as you have a strong enough arm to get it there you know, on time, you don't need to have the strongest arm in the league. Yeah, tell that to Peyton. Played two seasons with no arm. Yeah. <laughs> and he threw 50 touchdowns in one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Helps when you have uh, an incredible offensive set of yep. weapons 
I mean, it does. I want to <laughs> like find... Brazen's arm gone, has gone a lot weaker, but the fact is, he has great weapons around him, and he knows it, it, offense like the back of his hand. Yeah, it must be easier to do the dump off to Kamara and have him run 60 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think he's thrown a ball past 45 yards this year. I mean, a lot of it is, is like, even his deep intermediate throws are like 30, 35 yards. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Tim's tantrums, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you, you only can get him here. This is an exclusive. <laughs> so, um, who are we going to start with today, guys? Let's get going with our primetime games as usual. This one's this one's turned into a real game, and it's Thursday Night Football. It's the New Orleans Saints at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, out of, really it felt like uh, just a matter of time before Jason Garrett was going to get fired, to this is probably the division favorite, I think, in, um, in most eyes after their uh, biggest competition, the Redskins lost their quarterback, Alex Smith, for the season. So, Cowboys at 6-5, and five, winners of three consecutive games, the only team in the division with a positive point differential. They're hosting the best team in football? Second best team in football? Certainly one or the other. The 10-1 and one New Orleans Saints. Saints riding a 10-game winning streak with the highest differential in the NFL. Anyone want first dibs here? Yeah, I mean, I love the Saints. Uh, I mean, their offense is fantastic. Their defense is now finally beginning to show up. Um, I I just don't like the amount of points that they're giving up in this one. Giving up eight, uh, that's, a, that's a lot. Uh, a team that's pretty hot right now. Hmm, hmm. Saying too many points to a hot team, but it is, to me, still the Dallas Cowboys. Army, what do you like here? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it, it seems as though... When the favorites win, the favorites have been covering for at least the last two years, and the Saints aren't gonna like let off the the gas in games against the teams that deserve it. And I just yeah, you, you're waiting for the collapse. The clapper must go down, and so <laughs> why not here on national TV, the only game on? So I'll say give it to me, the Saints. All right, Roy. This to me is like a no-brainer. Um, I have so many lines of play on the Saints here. It's like from betting against them the last like three weeks, losing every week against them. I'm almost I'm just done <laughs> betting against the Saints. <laughs> last week I think was a classic spot for them to not only I mean not fall flat, but to keep it in the number. Like I think yeah. we all agreed that you know, fourteen to the Falcons, like a division game. They played close for five, six years. It's like how I mean it just it's it's unbelievable. Either the Falcons are that bad or the Saints just are that good. Um like you said, Dallas, they're hot, but they haven't really beaten anyone. They beat, you know, backup quarterback Redskins. They beat the hapless Falcons at home. Um, here, I think, obviously, so they're going to uh, feed Zeke. That's a game plan and target Amari Cooper. Saints have the number two rush defense in the NFL, apparently. Um, they're going to stop the rush. Um, if like I think that they're going to sell out. Like like what teams should be doing is, is sell out to stop Zeke and then just try to guard Cooper, like make Dak beat you with his legs and his arm, and he won't. Saints have too many weapons. I'm done betting against the Saints. Uh, favorites cover on Thursday. This is this is uh, all Saints for me. Interesting. This is. Uh, I felt like this must have been a tough one for you because for a few weeks now we've been hearing that you like the home team on Thursday nights. And here you've got a home big underdog with a contender uh, yeah, in the Cowboys, but no interest. Team. 
if the home team is good and they're facing an like an equal or lesser opponent, I'd say home. But here, the road team is far superior. And I think the only previous uh, game on Thursday that like I compared was when Denver went into Arizona. So you get, I mean, a, a, like a big mismatch on talent and skill level. Denver was average at best, but facing Arizona, which was you know bottom three. So same thing here. You get an excellent team facing an average team. Cowboys are four and one at home. I'm gonna buck the trend here, and I'm gonna take the Cowboys. I don't like this team. Ooh, I don't think they're good. I don't think they're good. I think I think this is a good spot home home game on a Thursday night. You get a team that's riding as high as they can fly, and uh, you know I think the Cowboys aren't good, but they're 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 middle of the pack and and capable of of keeping keeping in a game with a with a team like the Saints. I think on a good day, and and you know this line this line's probably a bit inflated, so I'll take the Cowboys. So do you get the sense that Dallas has already like crowned themselves champions of the division, or like that there's some error of elitism, or that they're somehow the team to beat? I kind of get that feeling with them, and they haven't earned it. Like they're, I mean, tied for first or in first, but I feel like at six to five, they're already like had themselves in the back as champions. You know? Yeah, I I agree. I think they are. Yeah, they are flying high as well. So it's uh, two two hot teams for sure. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't love this team either. But I think they figured out enough to to stay in it. The defense, in particular, has been pretty solid. Uh, they have not allowed more than twenty three points since week four, um, and that's actually let's see. The oh no, I'm sorry, they allowed twenty eight against the Titans uh, four weeks ago. But in any case, they have been playing better football on the defensive side of the ball. And if, if a defense can perform, then you've got a shot to uh, to keep a game low scoring and, and keep a cover on a seven and a half point line. So, all right, Sunday night football, L.A. Chargers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers had been the hottest team coming into last week before getting slowed down in a tough spot against the Broncos. Chargers getting three and a half points here. Let's go in reverse order there. Roy, you want to start us? Or was that... Is, I don't know if that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a, a rare game where I don't really have a play on either side. I think this line is set pretty well. I can make an argument for both teams. Like, Pittsburgh off a loss. They come back home. They play well at home. They're a good team. Like, you can't ever count them out. You know, bouncing back off a loss. They're going to be strong at home. Um, Chargers on a roll. Even winning on the road, which is something that they don't typically do that well. Phil Rivers, if it wasn't for Mahomes or Breeze, would probably be in the MVP conversation. Well, like, he is, but aside from those two guys are taking a... Um, Chargers just... They're a really good team, and they get Joey Bosa back, and so the only thing is Melvin Gordon, I think, is out. Um, I think he's been ruled... I, th- I think it was questionable. I think he's just ruled to out, so no Gordon. But they have, like, Austin Eckler, who's leads really good. yards per yeah attempt, so he's, like, no slouch, but I... I can just make a case here for both teams, like LA getting points on the road, they've been winning on the road, they're hot. Phil Rivers is nails in a December and January, but Cedars off a loss, come back home. It's tough. It's a good line. Um, I think I'm just going to enjoy this one. If I was forced to bet it, I'm just going to enjoy it. Um, if anything, I lean the Steelers just because they're coming off a loss, coming back home, um, and LA makes the trip uh, from west to east here. Um, that means really means nothing, you know, in the long run, but if anything, it's a really weakly in Steelers, but this is just a good game, and I think the line is set pretty tough. Yeah, I hear you. I agree that this line is seems to be exactly right. Tim? 
Yeah, I I really like. I mean, I I like the Steelers to come back here. I, I really do. Um, I've been riding the Steelers all year. Um, they had a down week last week, but I mean they're coming back home. They play great at home. I think this is a great opportunity for them to show that they're that they're back. All right, Army. Uh, yeah. So I have I have a bunch of weather updates for all <laughs> that time of year. It's it's raining and cold on the East Coast. It's supposedly going to be raining in Pittsburgh. Not so cold. Um, snowing in Green Bay. Snowing in Foxborough. Maybe. Um, cold in Chicago. But uh, yeah. So rain. Um, with the Chargers losing losing a running back gives you like a little hesitation that they might have ball trouble um issues on the road with a team that is you know more used to cold weather rain as opposed to san diego los angeles teams um the chargers have been good on the road uh this year i think yeah i would agree with everyone this is probably a good line um but i, I lean the Steelers. Too. yeah feels good to go with the home team in a game like this i think prime time all right monday Plus the weather advantage, uh, yeah. as, as Army was saying. Um, I mean, they're coming to the country, and it's going to be mucky. They're they're used to seventy degree weather down in SoCal. It's going to be a, a little a little test for them. Breaking out the meteorology on this podcast. This is the type of stuff you only get on the Rough Up podcast. <laughs> I was promised no science. Was it? <laughs> All right, Monday Night Football. Your Reuben Fosters taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. Impressive, impressive uh, Redskins season as always. Going, looking like the runaway favorites, losing the quarterback, and now probably in the the downswing. They are six point underdogs against your defending world champion Philadelphia Eagles, whose season is on the line. This is win or go home for them. Army, what do you like here? Uh, division game, pushing a touchdown. Uh, I think these teams are just like, I think uh, before the Alex Smith injury, this is probably closer to two and a half um, for me. So you're getting four points for uh, McCoy. Uh, I, I like the Redskins here. I think they're just, they're all around a better team. The Eagles have had some kind of synergy problems because they have healthy players and all-stars and, you know, world champions, but... They, they haven't figured it out, and they beat the Giants last week, but that was a pretty crummy game. Um, they didn't look really clean. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Redskins. Going with the real McCoy. Tim Rodriguez, what do you like here? <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard to give six points to a team that has been so as inconsistent as the, uh, as the Eagles has been. Uh, I, I really like the fact that the Redskins are getting this much points. Uh, I know McCoy is a backup, but I think overall uh, Red, the Redskins are a very balanced team where the Eagles tend to struggle. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I like the Redskins in this case. Feels to me like the Eagles are a team that, while Wentz has not been the Wentz of pre-injury, their defense has really taken a really big step back. Um, yeah. They have allowed 200. And 53 points this season, which is not good compared to their performance last year, which had them in the top five. Roy, thoughts here? I, uh, I'm i disagreeing with you guys here. I, I think these are two teams going in the opposite directions. Uh, this line feels so similar to last Monday night when it was Houston hosting Tennessee. I think it was like the exact same thing, six points to the home team. 
I kind of like, or I, I really like Philadelphia here. Um, Washington just seems like a mess. And now this whole PR fiasco with Ruben Foster, Colt McCoy coming in. I, I just, I, I think this line makes you want to lean Washington because it's, you know, like you said, Colt McCoy should know the offense. I think the Sharps will be on Redskins, but I think the public here, maybe not will be on Philly, but I think I'm going to be on Philly. And I think they're going to win, um, much like Houston uh, came back and stormed back and covered easily against uh, Tennessee. I think it's, it's like the same kind of feel to it where um, maybe Washington jumps out early, kind of like, you know, shocks them with like an AP big run. But then Philly f- figures out how to manage this game and, and just rolls. Um, I don't like Washington at all. Nothing about this team that, that interests me. I, I think they're just in free fall. And Philly, obviously, one game, if they win this, they're in first place or tied for first place because Dallas is going to lose to New Orleans. So the, you're going to have a three-way tie in the East and, you mean, you know, the Super Bowl champs with a chance to be back in first place. So they'll be motivated, primetime, home game. I, it's going to be a bloodbath here. Doug Peterson, play that clip for your team. We've got an Eagles believer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take it to the picks of the day. Sunday picks. What was Ro- he play on that? He didn't say. Oh no, I was I was on the uh, I was on the I was on the skins. I think. Uh, okay. I think I liked uh, I liked the McCoy as a backup, like buy low on this these, this team. I think the Eagles have been really inconsistent, but uh, not one I'll be on. I I, I do think home, home team on a, in a prime time game with a chance to save their season um, is is a scary spot too. So even if there's line value the other yeah. way, uh, I don't want to go against. I don't want to. I don't want to run against the. Uh, what do they say? Like you don't want to fight a starving dog. I think that's uh, they're gonna give it. They're gonna give a real effort, even if even if the skins are um, ahead. I wouldn't feel good. All right, back to Sunday. What do we got? What do we got? Anyone have one on the tip of their tongue? Yes, I I'm gonna take the bill over the Dolphins again. Four and a half. <laughs> and I like it. We're we're the official Buffalo Bills podcast. <laughs> no, I, in all seriousness, I, I like what the Bills have to offer right now, especially against the Dolphins, which have been struggling. Um, I, I just don't like the Dolphins in any type of situation. I'm, and as a as a Bills homer, I will take the Bills here. Sold. What a rousing argument! You got me. I'm in. <laughs> Who's next? No other other thoughts on the Bills here, Roy. This is usually your team. Yeah, I I, I like them here. I think Miami's I don't know just a, a mystery, and they shouldn't be laying points to anyone. Miami is four and one at home. Yeah, Tannehill's in. Woo woo hoo! How does this team have five wins? I know, right? This is miraculous. It's so what a weird league. The Dolphins have like the same record as the Eagles. And yet, if they've played each other, would that be a nine-point line? <laughs> this shows you like how weak that, that division is. Buffalo's defense is real, so give me the points with a better defense is kind of my, my MO, typically. Uh... All right. I'll give you uh, my stuff. Uh, so 24 out of the 28 teams, had they teased in any direction six points, they would have covered. Uh, so I'm gonna run with the the big teases this this week. You know, a lot of ten point games. Just run it down to whatever favorite number you like. Um, Packers laying two touchdowns. Chiefs laying plus two touchdowns. A bunch of ten point games. Uh, yeah, just run it deep. 
<laughs> Just okay. take you're taking all the favorites and teasing them down. <laughs> no, you're not gonna push the Raiders up to twenty-two and a half. Oh, yeah, right. No. That'll, that'll be covered. That'll be covered in the second quarter. You're confident that the Rams will beat the Lions by ten? That I do feel good about. That would I would tease that down. I would happily include the Rams on a teaser here. They're not they're not playing close game with the Lions. Um, I will give a, a real team in like an actual close game on paper. Uh, the Colts are laying five points on the road in Jacksonville. Uh, the Colts are a good team, and Luck is uh, he's popping off. He's, his arm is alive. Uh, I think they're a better team, and the Jags have sold. Is is Ramsey? Is he's probably going to get suspended for this week too, right? Well, he might be out too, or sitting. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he probably broke his hand fighting. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it would be I hard to see to, to see uh, Jalen Ramsey staying on the Jaguars for another couple of years. Uh, I, I just don't see that. He's he's had problems with the organization from the top down. Like, <laughs> I mean, he just does not like being in Jacksonville. Yeah, seems like a sweet guy to sell off in the off season for a first round pick here and there. Yes, like it's not working out. But, exactly. Uh, when he hates your organization, making it difficult just to do basic things because he doesn't agree with anything. Um, I mean, and he's a great player. It's a good time to sell. Do you know who's starting for quarterback for Jacksonville? I do not. I don't think it's Bortles, though. Yeah, it's Cody Kessler. Yep, Cody Kessler. He's not bad. No Leonard Fournette, no Jalen Ramsey, no Blake Bortles. Fournette's out, too. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in. I'm with you guys. I'll I'll take that side too. Indy, give it to me. Good team against the <laughs> falling falling. Yeah, they're on a five game win streak. The Jaguars are on a seven game. The Jaguars win. are a burning pile of crap. So, I'm happy to take a team against them. Yeah, Cody Kessler never started a game in college. He was a backup his entire college career, and this guy's starting in the NFL now. Well, that's like Chase Daniels only thrown 67 passes and made 30 million dollars. <laughs> you know, Ricardo played at Worlds. All right, moving on. Yeah. All right, so my yeah, pick. Oh, oh, my pick. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going with a pick. A a fickle mistress that has haunted me. <laughs> <and she's laughs> a fickle mistress. A fickle mistress. This team has cost me my. Survivor pool pick week one of the season. I picked this team and they lose straight up. I've been on them, I think, just once, but have for some reason fell in love with them many weeks to no avail. And even after they look terrible, I am back on them now because I don't like the spot that the Ravens are in. Give me the Atlanta Falcons at home, baby. Whoa! Hey, the Atlanta Falcons! But I couldn't take them back to back. No back way. on, really? Yeah. It's, um,. It's a play kind of more against uh, Lamar Jackson going on the road for his yes. first uh, first road start. You know, like he's had two games against mediocre teams. There's a book on him now. Um, I think Harbaugh is not quite sure who to start because Flacco is like maybe questionable, might start, but you know, like ride the hot hand with a quarterback that just runs and can't throw. No, <laughs> game, no running game. It's um, I just don't see where they're going to score points. And this line, Atlanta opened, I think it was like a three-point or three-and-a-half-point home dog. And now they're a one-point favorite. It is crazy movement, all the money on Atlanta. Too much. And, yeah. Um, 
I don't know where our pick'em pools have it. I think we're still at plus points with Atlanta, which is a, a gift. So to me, the money's coming in Atlanta. I'm just going to follow the money here. I think uh, Atlanta is somehow still like in the playoff hunt. If they can win out and save their season. Um, and I just don't trust Baltimore on the road here, uh, even with Jackson's first road start. So it's always a hold your breath with Atlanta because they can never close any team out. You know, They just don't know how to finish games. Jackson is always going to keep the uh, Ravens in it. It's just, you know, with one point, it's like pick the winner. I think Falcons get it done at home here. Wow. Wait, you think the Dol- the Falcons can make the playoffs? They have seven losses already. Mathematically, they're still in, I believe. Yeah. I can't. They, they have to be like a 1% wow. max. Yeah. I mean, 1%. I mean, it's, it's a long shot, but I think. Oh, did they season 0-2? Yeah, they're just hovering around six. They're they're below one percent on um, on the playoff mm. playoff odds. All right, so maybe not. Shoot the world. Uh, what are the Super Bowl odds? For the well, it doesn't go that low. It just says minus under one percent. But for... I mean, like, if you were gonna bet the Falcons to win outright the season and make the playoffs and go, what would that be? <laughs> Five straight games. You would think they're going hot in the playoffs. You know. I would never bet that, but they'd have to win out. Well, I mean, hundred to one. If you're gonna bet this, not even, and go outright, win, win the division, or you know, make the playoffs. They make the okay. So according to the upshot, they make the playoffs in five percent of scenarios based on thirty thousand simulations. (laughs) Yeah, so saying there's a chance only as the wild card. Yeah. Yeah, if you think them running into the playoffs on yeah five game winning streak. That's that's a pretty good team. You want to have money in, so it's true. And the Super Bowl is at their stadium, so maybe there's extra incentive to play to get because the game's at their stadium. Too. Yeah, they're actually gonna try for the rest of the year. Nice. They they can buy tickets. <laughs> they can buy tickets if they want to go to that game. They can buy tickets. They have the Ravens, the Packers, the Cardinals, the Panthers, and the Bucks. They're not running the table. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but they're gonna win this game because it's my lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> You can put it on the board. Yes. yes, I was uh, I was ready to go the other way on that game as my pick. Actually, I I quite like the Ravens here. I think they have their defense is will be the best unit on the field. But since you picked the other side, I won't I won't make that a pick for me. I'll just I'll just throw some money at it, and I'll take the extra point move. That I think that's that's freebie. That's a freebie. Uh, but I'm gonna go and take. One of the true powerhouses of the league um, in, a, in a week with big spreads. This is the one that I like the most. And it's the New York Jets getting eight points at the Tennessee Titans. The uh, the Jets are, are are also trash. We have been talking about a lot of trash today. Jets are a trash team, no doubt. Three and eight, losers of five consecutive games. Chance Darnold plays, don't think it matters. What I'm looking at here is that the Titans offense does not score more than 17 points in a game. And so there is absolutely no way that they can spot eight points to a team. Uh, when their when their offense is is just pathetic, and uh, so there I am, Jets. Totally agree. I was leading that way too. Yeah. I wonder, um, what is the reason for this? A full eight points. I mean, the, me. the Jets are pretty bad, but <laughs> but I, I I feel like there's a floor to what a team is. Like even the worst team in the league it has a you know three out of ten or whatever it is, and they might be bet like the three out of ten team four weeks in when they're one and three like the Jets, but losing five more out of your next seven does not drop you from a three to a negative five. Like you're still a team, you're still a three, um, and I feel like it. Yeah, eight is too much. 
like it to, but uh, don't understand it. Respect for Tennessee here. Tennessee's still yeah. in the playoff picture at five and six. It'll be a tough run for them for sure. Yeah, this is our first uh, full slate since week four, I think, or week three. All 16 games. Yeah, Feels good. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. You guys want to come watch? Well, we'll do some. Uh, we'll do football Sunday first. First one of the year. Do you have a red zone or what? Do you... Yeah, yeah, we we got red zone. Oh, okay, okay. Se Seventy-five inches of it, by the way. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh yeah, you weren't giving, were you, Roy? No, I was in Monterey. Couldn't make it. Oh man, yeah, we got we watched the uh, Vikings get pummeled by the uh, Bears. Yeah, that was gross. I was on the Vikings hard. That was brutal. Brutal watch. All right. Well, we've done it. Miraculous. Another week in the books. Another week in the books. Week 13. Best of luck to all the listeners out there. How's everyone doing? Oh, by the way, last chance on the standings. Uh, last comment on the standings. How are you guys doing? I fell off real hard. Um, had a really bad week last Roy, week. Roy's pumping it up there. Absolutely killing it. Oh, up to number four. Yeah. Three games out. Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty I'm only handful games over 500, but I, I don't really count that as uh, doing too well in this league. So. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, I, I got smashed last week. 500 weeks, so it's not like I'm really knowing what I'm doing. This was my my first really bad week of the year. Five and ten, yikes. That's a yikes. Yeah. Anyways. That's a rough day. Anyways, we'll wrap it there. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a wonderful week you guys yeah. Thir 13 14 i don't know oh, there you go. <laughs> all right all right guys do it again next week bye